WWTI students would like to remind you that this show is not for the faint of heart, easily offended, or bitchy as bitches. If you have a stick up your ass, listen to something else. But if you're messed up in the head like the rest of us, enjoy the show. Welcome to the We Won the Internet podcast, pre-recorded in a doomsday bunker somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. We strive to half-assedly bring you weird news, scary stories, and anything we find interesting on the web. So please welcome your hosts, Logan Marks and Sam Baxter. Hello everyone, hope you're all doing well. It's April 8th, 2021. You're deep down in the bunker with your two favorite idiots. How's it going, Sam? Man, I'm living in the past, man. I'm living in the past. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Well, you know, I started watching... So. You know, I'm not a you know I love sci-fi shows, and I'm not yeah. a huge Star Trek fan, but I started watching Enterprise. Uh, but I started watching a different show called Nowhere Man. Did you ever hear that one? No. What's that one about? So this was a conspiracy show. Um, it was in the mid '90s, and mm. it was on UPN. I, I know we didn't have that channel. Remember, we were pretty poor. I mean, we still are, but um, you know, we didn't have that channel back then. And it basically had a guy who was basically his life gets turned upside down, like just he gets basically erased because he took a photo. He's a journalist, and he took a photo of like some some mm. soldiers being hung, and he was hidden when he did it. Yeah. Right, he was in the jungles of like Peru, and he was hiding. yeah, yeah, and and he's just a journalist, and he took the, the took a picture, and they just turned his life upside down. They 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 tore apart his studio and everything, and he just. Uh, just erased everything. He was married and all that, and it just they just took it away. He went to the bathroom when he was at dinner with his wife, and, mm-hmm. and he comes out and everything's just gone. His wife's gone, everything's gone. He goes to his house. She's like, "There's another man there with her." It's just totally like he's like, "What the fuck?" And it's just what? Yeah, and it's just and he says his credit cards don't work, anything like that. Now, one way this the show works, especially because it's in the mid '90s, is that mm-hmm. is that um. He he's able like he gets away from them right. They try to you know get him. They won't kill him because they need to know where the negatives of the pictures he has are right. For some reason, oh, so he's got lev- he's got leverage. He's on got him. leverage, yeah. But there's the, you know they'll torture him and all that stuff. But you know when he gets away, it's easier to hide right because it's the mid nineties and you know there's not cameras mm-hmm. everywhere. There's not internet. Yeah, you, there's no phone tracing exactly like that. Yeah, and so and so it's 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 you know it's. It's weird seeing that, you know, we grew up in that time, so we can remember how it was not to have computers on every desk and not to have phones. Mm. But it was it was also, you know, it was pretty interesting. And I finished the series. It was like 25 episodes. But it was it was like a mind fuck, basically. And it was really good yeah. mind fuck. Um, do you ever remember the old show, The Prisoner, back in the 60s? Yeah, I vaguely do. Yeah. That bubble thing. That yeah. Was yeah, same thing. You know, they <laughs> like they wanted to know something from him and they wouldn't let him leave the island. And it, it felt like it had um, some kind of like intertwining, you know, type of uh, um, story, not storylines, but just, just the overall theme, you know, where he's, you know, it's just mind fuck and, and they're messing with him and, and they're just turning his world upside down. And just looks like. Like, how would you handle that, you know, if, if somebody just came and, and, and erased everything you had or erased everything you were, and you're just basically on the run? Well, that's true. It's really I mean, interesting. And it'd be harder my, now. When I faked my death, that was kind of, that's kind of what I was living on. Yeah, but, you were. Uh, but I made that choice. I made that choice. You did, yeah. Yeah, nobody <laughs> nobody did that to you. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, right. But yeah, the, I could see that being... Man, it'd be so much easier to do it back then, though. Exactly, because I mean, because it, there's, no, it, there's it, nothing like that can trace the air, you really. Just 
just like the airports itself. I mean, but they didn't back then. You could just like get in the airplane. You didn't. You, you didn't just have to fly check away. in or anything. Yeah, you just flew away. Yeah, they didn't have any facial recognition. They didn't have anything to where they would like, hey, don't you know, stop this man. You know, like, nowadays, like if you commit a crime, you have to be out like in the first you know four hours, you know, out of the country, or you're fucked. They're, they'll find you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like. I think what a lot of people nowadays, it seems like they do, is go hide in the forest, right? Just get off the grid. <laughs> go live in the woods. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what I hear about. You know, I hear a lot of people go off into the forest and just, you know, they're fucking running from something, right? So, it's 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 getting harder to, you know, I'm not saying it's, it's easy or hard to, you know, commit crimes and get away with it. But, I mean, it just, like I said, watching the show, it was really good. It was really well written. I feel like the storyline mm-hmm. was really well done. Now, the problem was that I feel like a se- second season, it should have came out. They tied up about maybe 80% of the whole show. The last 20% is annoying that they, you know, you still don't know certain aspects, certain things. You know, mm-hmm. it's And a lot of people petitioned for it, right? A lot of people were like, fuck, this is a good show. Bring it back. And it got canceled. And even the, like, the friend of mine that, that told me about it, he was like, he was telling me he was petitioning to like get it back all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I, don't know. I think it's weird that it's like 25 episodes and it's only one season one season i know it's crazy huh it's yeah crazy. i mean usually because you usually like a, a first season you know maybe like 10 well i think but you know ne- this is network tv because remember like network tv usually does like 22 24 episodes you know a season yeah but Ver- yeah, versus but like you know all these pages that many no, no, it was because I mean, look at even older Gilligan's Island had like thirty six episodes a season. Oh, that's and that true. Was, that's yeah, true. they had yeah, they had a shit you know, look at like the show twenty four. Those fuckers are never like getting the off th- the island. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's <laughs> <This is> bullshit. <laughs> they're forever. Yeah. yeah, but like network TV, they're the ones who do all those episodes. They have just so many X Files. Each episode, each season's like twenty four, twenty six episodes. It's just fuck. Oh, but it, but it's like the like, ones who are like yeah, but usually it's. But usually, like the first, if it's only like one season, usually it doesn't have that many. That many. It must have been okay. They must have just greenlit it, like fucking do oh, it all. Maybe. They must. Maybe it have. sounds really and good. Then, let's, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, exactly. But and, and then I think a lot of them like are like, hey, you know, eight or ten's good enough. That'll you know we can write more storyline. It could just be more mm-hmm. because like when you watch certain shows, like X Files, you know, they, they talk about the green, the black oil, you know, the alien conspiracy. Like out of twenty four episodes, maybe like eight of them are like that, right? So, mm-hmm. and so, and the rest are just kind of all fillers, kind of like stories, you know, mythology type stuff that that's interesting, but it has nothing to do with the overall story arc. And it seems like a lot of these shows like Netflix and other, you know, HBO, they're like, yeah, let's just do the eight or 10 episodes and then just make it about the whole thing. Fuck all that extra, you know, fat. Yeah. We'll just, and that, I, I can see that. I, I'm okay with both of them. <laughs> I'm I'm fucking fine with that. Maybe you could get a petition going to have them remake it yeah. on Netflix. I you know what? If they did, I'd watch it. Yeah, I, I, I would. Watch it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, I watched Twin Peaks back in 91, 92 and then when it came back out like in 2017, I oh, watched yeah, it. Oh yeah, they remake. Yeah. Re- it was continuation. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It wasn't a remake. Yeah, it was, it was continuation. continuation. Yeah, I watched that shit. That was a good show too. That that was another mind fuck. Did you ever watch that one? No, no, and I never really watched the first ones either. I I try to watch an episode, and I just remember like people talking backwards and like weird little. It was really weird, clowns and yeah, yeah, it was was good, man. What's going on? It was really good. It's but it was back. I tried to watch it back then, where like you know you couldn't really start at the first episode, or you just kind of had to watch it wherever it came on. (laughs) Yeah, 
And yeah. so I did, and it was like I don't, I don't get this. Uh, exactly. Yeah. If, if you're lost, you're fine. I never really went. Yeah, I never really tried it again. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Uh, you should maybe one day. Uh, I. Yeah, I, I might. I might. Maybe not work anymore, and I have time to sit around and watch nothing but old shows. Yeah. There you go. Uh, I I I saw something kind of related to what you were talking about. Uh, it's called. Uh, it was on Netflix. It's called uh, Coded Bias. What's that? It. it it's a documentary that just came out, um, but it's really interesting the way they, they have it set up. It starts out with this, this MIT lab researcher. She's working on a project, and in order to do a project, she has to use this uh, facial recognition software Okay. for her project. So, uh, And, and this, this uh, student, she's a black girl, so she tries to use it, and she can't get it to work. Hmm. Um, you know, she tries everything; it's not working. And then, and then one day, she puts this this white mask on, and then, and all of a sudden, it, it reflects. It, it it starts recognizing the mask. It, like it it starts, you know, trying to figure out who she is. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. So as, digs, as blackface, it didn't recognize, but with the white mask, it did. With the white mask, it would try to it would try to figure out. You know, it, it yeah. grab the points on the eyes and the nose, and, wow. and it would try to figure out who she was. But she couldn't get it to even do that when she first started. Okay. So she came to the realization with a little, you know, digging a little deeper, and then she realized that it just doesn't recognize black faces, and oh, because shit. of the, be, yeah, because of the way the software is designed and the algorithm is designed, it's it learns from you know, from pictures that they give her, but the the pictures that they would would learn from were all just white people, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> shit, <laughs> fucking white people again, huh? <laughs> so it, and it was that that's kind of how it started but then they start going into different aspects of of like facial recognition and because of the way that software is designed and people are buying it for like uh, security reasons and stuff like that mm-hmm. so in so like if you're walking down the street and they have that that recognition software and you're a black dude walking down the street it's not going to recognize you so it's just gonna say well there's a black dude so there's a criminal that's a black dude so you're probably a criminal Oh, so then fuck. the cops will come and hassle you, you know, because there's no, there's no, there's no good, you know, source for it. So it doesn't know. It just, it just assumes every black person is a criminal. Oh fuck! <sighs> Damn. So it, it was, it was kind of interesting, and and I mean, it, when you keep watching, they kind of they go through other things. They talk about other things. One thing I thought were interesting because they were using these these algorithms, and I didn't realize this. They're using these algorithms for like. For like job opportunities, like like they they were talking about like Amazon mm-hmm. um, was gonna was was gonna use it to this uh, artificial intelligence to hire people. Okay, and I guess the way the, the way they designed the algorithm, it was making it so that no women would get hired. Oh damn! So like you would go through the resumes and it would pick out like things like uh, if it had a it had a female's name or if it had a. Or if it had like some some kind of aspect where she or the person had gone to like you know was 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 in a women's softball league or whatever you know <laughs> if it had anything to do with women it it did it just rejected it wow but it but it would only hire white males oh fuck <laughs> and I'm like holy shit but there's a lot of other things too that were that crazy that it's like um they had this one where and this this one was really fucked up I thought because it was. It was basically set up for the court systems, so the judges would go by this algorithm, mm-hmm. and they had one where there was this 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 uh, black black lady, 
she had gone to prison, right? But she she served her sentence and she was out. But the algorithm was something that they would use to determine the the probability of somebody going back to prison after they left. Mm-hmm. So they would, you know, they and they would the algorithm would figure out and it would say, okay, this person is a high priority of going back to prison, so they need to be watched more. Oh man! And yeah, so and this was and the girl. The, the the lady was was talking about how she she got when she got out of prison she she was doing really well she she was getting a job she was even like volunteering for the mayor and do just mm-hmm. doing a, basically a lot of good things in her life she was changing her life around but okay. when they when they started they started running the algorithm and letting that determine um, the risks they 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 had put her as a high risk. <laughs> Okay, but for no reason. For for no, no re- reason. I think most of the re- no real reason. Basically, it was because of where where she lived, the color of her. I think I think it was maybe in the color of her skin, or you know, it basically it, it's it's anybody who was black mm-hmm. was getting more high risk than 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 a person with a fair skin. Now, now this was all like, the algorithm was created, right? So, just did they correct this algorithm? Is it still that way? Like, is there any way to rectify this, or is it? Yeah, yeah, they there is, but on some of them, like the the one they the way they talk about in the documentary, the the only they only really justified they only really uh, clarified the the one that with the MIT student where she there you know where she where they would do the face recognition for her project that she was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, they when she brought it up to MIT, they they actually went through and they they fixed it. So now you know it. It recognizes everybody with a good probability. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, but it was there was a lot of stuff in there that was just like crazy. You're watching it, and then just just the idea that you know about being surveillance and your your privacy being being uh, evaded without you knowing it, everything. and it's just you know yeah, everything is compromised. Like if you go and shop or when you buy things, mm-hmm. you know they that same algorithm. Like, like they were, they were, they were, they, they were talking about how, depending on the algorithm, the algorithm would would set the priorities, like your advertisements. Uh-huh. So, like, if you were a poor person, it would basically fuck you over by by you know, it would it would figure out if you're if you were like addicted to gambling or whatever, and then it would send you ads for, for that kind of stuff for gambling. You know, it would yeah. find out your weakness. And then, so like, so poor people would get fucked on these things because it would, it would send you like, you know, like, like those like cash places and stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. like high, high risk, high risk, um, like high interest loans. And you, you yeah. know, depending on your, depending on the algorithm, depending on your, basically your, your financial situation, it would send you these shitty things to like these, these, these predatory, um, businesses would uh-huh. come after you. You know, but if you're somebody with money, you'd get you know better stuff. You'd get you know lower interest rates, all these other things that you know that would benefit you. Mm-hmm. So the way that they would set these algorithms, basically, they screw over poor people. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, so it was like I watched it. and I was like, man, fuck, I, I don't want to. I don't even know if I want to be on the internet anymore. <laughs> I know. I'm telling you, like you remember, like everyone's all freaking out about, oh yeah, you know, get this vaccine. You know, they're trying to track you. It's like, fuck, man, you're already tracked. You have, you have a phone. You're, yeah, you're already tracked. You have, stupid. you have an email address. <laughs> you're already fucked. They're, you're already in their database. They yeah. don't need no fucking. They don't need. They're they not going to track. Put they anything in you. Yeah. 
Yeah, you were giving it up. Yeah, yeah. They they already yeah. got their schema even built your, on you. Yeah, even your big old nasty butt shots that you turn up show everybody the. Mm-hmm. All your twerking videos that you put out, they yeah. know. They seen it all. <laughs> I know, and like I said, that's funny. And a lot of people just think that getting a vaccine is gonna, you know, get them tracked. It's like, <laughs> yeah, like to get a chip at them and all that. Like, uh, yeah, it's like, man, you have a phone. You're reading, talking. yeah, you're reading all that, you know, QAnon conspiracy stuff. You know how you're ever you're reading it. They know you're doing that. They know you're, you know, you're, you're gonna believe into all that. So they just keep feeding that to you. I mean, it's the AI, man. They're, yeah, and the AI is the one that's telling you all this stuff. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's, it's scary. Uh, it's scary. Yeah, it is scary. All right, so let's go and take a break. Uh, we'll get on shit on the internet, which I don't know if I want to do it anymore because I don't really don't want to be on the internet, but <laughs> I guess that's what we're <laughs> going to have to do. <laughs> yep, yep. All right, we'll see you guys in a little bit. This week's sponsors, Adam and Steve, the world's first gay conservative pre-owned adult toy superstore. We've taken a lesson from the Dirty Liberal Playbook and are getting into the environmental fad by taking aggressively used pre-owned sex toys and giving them a new life. And because they're used, Adam and Steve can pass the savings on to you, like an STD. Each and every one of their products has been thoroughly cleaned and spiritually blessed with holy water by some of the few remaining Catholic priests that haven't been sent away for being naughty. So you know you're masturbating like the good Lord wants you to. For a short time only, use the promo code WEWON to get 15% off your next online purchase. That's Adam and Steve, your recycled sex toy one-stop shopping. All right, thanks everyone for sharing the internet, coming back. So I got this first story here. Um, as <laughs> This is a person named uh, Stephen Moran was arrested. Uh, <laughs> so this guy, get a brain, Moran, mm-hmm. or Moran, because this guy, after preparing to Moran. leave jail, after posting... After... <laughs> 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 As he was preparing to leave jail after posting bond, a Florida man decided that he was the, it was a perfect time to steal a $60 webcam off a desk of the county lockup, according to the arrest uh-huh. affidavit. So Stephen Moran, 35, was arrested last month for criminal mischief and booked into the Indian River County Jail on a misdemeanor charge. He's from Vero Beach. So now this guy, while he was awaiting release from the booking area... He he saw a fucking you know Logitech webcam on the computer there, so he fucking typed it right. He put it in his pocket. <laughs> no, okay, now here's okay. a shitty th- here's a shitty thing. He had just posted bond for one grand. Okay, so, uh-huh. so he ended up they they caught him. It's on camera and all that. So they they arrested him again. He had to pay a five hundred dollar another <laughs> fine. So basically, he paid fifteen hundred dollars and he got a sixty uh, a webcam. It was like that a fifty dollar webcam. Yeah, webcam. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking lost like fourteen hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> it's probably the old shitty one. You could have went to like a some secondhand store and got it for like ten dollars. Yeah, I know. It's like, why would you steal that? Like, do you even fucking? I bet you don't even have a laptop. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's he gonna do with it? I don't know. Like, I don't get it. It's, it's like some of these people. Like, uh, it's just, I just saw that. I was like, oh my god. Like. Like this guy just losing money well, left and right. Yeah, well, there's a reason they're they're going to jail and shit like that because they're not fucking bright. <laughs> so get a brain, Moran. Get a brain, and Moran, <laughs> Mr. Dumas. Yeah, Mr. Dumas. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> Mr. Dumbass. <laughs> well, I got a story here. This one I thought was kind of funny. Um, a pastor accused of farting in the faces of his uh, congregation says that this method is justified. 
So <laughs> just recently, <laughs> a bunch of photos emerged on social media showing uh, Pastor Christ Penelope sitting on the heads of people at the Sevenfold Holy Spirit Ministries in South Africa. One attending from the Mass has posted the photo with a particular comment. Um, he says, when we come to church, it's because we need prayers not to be farted on. <laughs> so, so, but the pastor, he was like trying to defend himself because from all the backlash, because he was pissing people off. So mm -hmm. he says, he basically was saying that uh, it was his unorthodox way of demonstrating God's power. Oh. And he, <laughs> he, and he's basically, he, it's kind of he tries to say something here about like how he's defending it. He says, uh, "Just like God made Adam go into a deep sleep, it is a similar thing. God did anything. God did anything with the body of Adam while he was on the ground in deep sleep. He was not feeling anything. The Bible doesn't say anything about Adam saying, God, you are hurting me.' So, and he, which I don't know what that means. I think he's trying to say like you know like." Like don't don't judge is like a technique, but, mm -hmm. it's, but it's all like God's will, basically. <laughs> so his justification is some bullshit. It basically, yeah, that he, he he's that he's he's got the power of God, and it's you know you shouldn't complain because he's, yeah, you know, I know he's 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 giving you the gift of the Lord. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> uh, I wonder if anyone believed any of this. <laughs> like I don't know, man. not. Uh, but you know how some people are so religious that they'd fucking accept anything. So that's true. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, you think like if you even if you believe that some guys like sitting on your face farting. Yeah, you'd be like okay, this guy's there's there's something I did in my life that's not right. Yeah, like why am I <laughs> that here? Put me in this position. Why am why I am accepting I this? I know. I know. <laughs> No, you know, but you know, all he has to tell him is if you're a true believer, you'll let this happen. You know, say, <laughs> jeez. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, shit. I mean, people have done worse in the name of God. So yeah, exactly. Let yourself get fart on probably isn't that bad. Yeah, no, it's, probably, <laughs> it's probably one of the more tamer things. Huh? I know. <laughs> shit. <laughs> so I got this next story here. So a man, a man arrested for masturbating while parked outside a public supermarket, told Florida cops that he had opted for the public pleasure session since he quote. Did not want to do it at home because he did not want to get caught, according to a criminal complaint. <laughs> so <laughs> to get caught. So investigators say the witness reported observing Cruz Humes, which is 22 years old, inside an SUV that was parked outside a Publix in Coral Springs, about five miles from Cruz's apartment in Margate. Now, now Cruz, um, the witness has said, had his penis exposed and was masturbating while watching something on his phone around 7 p.m. When Coral gave, when Coral Springs police detective subsequently confronted Humes, he was found with his pants and underwear off, and his phone open in an adult pornography site visible. Okay, fair enough. All right, yeah, that's but, normal. Yeah, but <laughs> but Cruz reportedly confessed to the public indecency, saying that he was stressed out, and he came to the parking lot. To the, <laughs> <laughs> he came to the parking lot of Publix to masturbate. So he works at the chain supermarket and added he did not want to risk it caught masturbating at home. So they don't, the cops, they don't go into detail, like what's going on with his living arrangements or whom he might possibly be interrupting. <laughs> might be catching him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Cruz did tell them that he masturbates in his car about two to three times a week. So <laughs> this is a new... <laughs> 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 so, so, 
<laughs> they got charged with two counts of indecent exposure, and he's free on bond in advance, and he's waiting at court hearing. So, yeah, man, it must be a tough life at his house. <laughs> he can't even jerk off at home. I know. It's like he has to go in his car to fucking masturbate. Yeah, go to the, go to the that, store and jerk off. <laughs> but, like, who... Uh, like who's seen him like if he's in his car it's kind of hard to see somebody in there unless you're like actually go up to the vehicle you know there might be people who are just you know always you know hey what's he doing in there you know (laughs) he looks like he's stressed i know i know what's going on (laughs) young man do you need some help you know it's like (laughs) he's like uh yeah he's yeah yeah, lady yeah come on over (laughs) yeah i don't you know so i don't know i mean maybe he was like just like you know, when you could just see him, maybe his windows aren't tinted, and you could just see him like with his eyes closed and just masturbating. You know, just going he's all, at it. He's all frantically turning. He's all turning red. Yeah, I know. He's shaking <laughs> and everything. So <laughs> he thought he was having a stroke. And I know. I know. Save him and he's like, he's just jerking off. He's like, he's oh jerking off. Yeah. So that's, well, a, that's fucking. That was crazy. <laughs> that's actually pretty funny. So I got a story here. Um, a Florida mom showed up at her daughter's middle school with boxing gloves. And allegedly attacked a student. <laughs> so <laughs> Edith, Rid- Edith Riddle, 34, of Jacksonville, that explains a lot there, um, was arrested on a child abuse charge stemming from the alleged beatdown at a DuPont middle school. So police said a school safety officer had heard a frantic annou- announcement over the radio system about a fight outside the cafeteria. Okay. So when the officer got there, he found Riddle in a physical altercation with a female student. So Riddle had been on the campus for a meeting with the vice principal and her daughter, the cop said. Uh, Rather than exit the building afterwards, the daughter made a beeline for the cafeteria to fight a girl, police said. So witnesses told police Riddle's daughter shoved the girl and threw some punches before the mom also allegedly began walloping the victim. So bizarrely, a... Bystander told authorities the mom appeared to have a boxing glove on her left hand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when it was one glove? <laughs> yeah. What is like the power uh, glove? Like, remember Nintendo power but they glove? Say, yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> Riddle already had the glove on when she arrived on campus, insisting that it was super glued to her wrist and she couldn't remove it. <laughs> what the fuck? It's like, <laughs> she's a professional boxer like what the fuck i guess so the girl the the girls uh suffered a couple bruises on her knees and uh forearms authority said she uh, was later taken to the hospital for a follow-up evaluation and she's okay uh the parents told authorities that they want to press criminal charges against riddle <laughs> that's fucking funny that's a, why would you have a fucking glove and then like super glued to your hand i don't know that sounds like bullshit i just oh man <laughs> That's funny though. That's awesome. Fucking glove super glue. <laughs> uh, you just come into the fight. You just got one glove, and you just punch you with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like it's, it's like, like Thanos. It's like Thanos' glove, right? Yeah. Th- <laughs> to get a snapper out of existence. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. That was but, a good one. I, that's that's crazy. Like I, I never understood how like parents would go. And like fight with their kids at school because I've seen that happen before. Yeah, like while I was at school. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, I can't imagine my parents doing that. I know, I know. Certain things you can, but you know, when you have kids, you kind of, you kind of, you know, you become protective of them. Just, I don't see. I mean, I know. There's this, this, this. I mean, we've like we've covered stories of like mothers, you know, you know, being jealous because their daughters are being outclassed by some other girl, and you know, yeah. just just that happens all the time. You know, people are just jealous. 
And so I guess I guess if something like that, I guess I could see that. But a boxing, like maybe she didn't want to like you know hurt them, you know, with a bare fist, right? Because you could fuck maybe, somebody up maybe, with a bare fist. Maybe she thought since she was a since she was a, a student, like an underage person, that they had boxing gloves, she could probably get away with being there. maybe, maybe <laughs> I don't know. It's like it's like I physically didn't really touch her. I mean, my gloves did, but I did. <laughs> That's funny though. That's awesome. I like boxing, so that that, that makes it even better. All right, we're gonna we're gonna take a break. Um, When we get back, we'll do. I can't believe it's not Google. We'll see you guys in a little bit. All right, we're back. It's I Can't Believe It's Not Google, where people from the internet ask us for advice on life, love, and sex, and everything in between. So Sam and I listen to the problems and bless them with our infinite wisdom. It's not good advice. It's not bad advice. It's just our shitty advice. So this week, we have Tim from Texas, and he says, I've been dating this girl for two years. I always knew my current girlfriend and my ex looked alike. I wouldn't call them twins, but it's obvious there's a lot of similarities and features, like ethnicity, facial features, body shape, height, you know, in fashion sense. I wasn't hiding it. The topic just never worked its way into a conversation, and I don't have pictures of my ex-girlfriend on any of my social media. But the other day, while browsing some of the old files on my external hard drive together, my girlfriend, or my current girlfriend, came across pics of my ex and I. She looked surprised at first and brushed it off. But within a few hours, she was obsessed about my ex and kept asking questions like was asking if she was just a replacement for the the original one. So she left my place for a few hours and wouldn't return my text. Then I finally got a hold of her and she said that she wasn't mad, but she was extremely weirded out and needed some time to think. Hmm. I'm not really sure what to do. Is it what I did or... What I what happened really that bad? Fuck no! This bitch has got problems. Like, why would she care? Like, isn't the past the past? I guess. I mean, I don't know. Because like to me, it's like everyone has like a certain taste, right? I mean, that's that's yeah. your your thing. So if they're mm-hmm. gonna look, your girlfriends are kind of kind of look the same, you know? Because if you, you know you like brunettes or blondes or whatever, yeah, you're gonna go for that. You're gonna. That's what you go for. I don't see how it. I don't know if she, why she thinks she'd be a replacement. Now, the thing about it is, is like, why would you even, for him, I, I know he's not doing anything wrong. He wasn't really trying to hide anything. But, I mean, if, I don't know, he should have, I wouldn't be going through that shit, like, not even knowing what's on there with my girlfriend. Because what if you have, like, some pictures of her naked or something <laughs> on there, right? <clears throat> or she's blowing you or that's something. True, you know, that's you true. I would, if I were him, what's his name? What's the guy's name? Tim? Tim. Yeah. yeah, if I was Tim, I wouldn't I wouldn't have done that in the first place. I would have been like, fuck no, like let me go through this first, then we can go through it together. But I mean it, like I said, especially it's an external hard drive. A lot of times people don't even remember what's on there, right? You put shit on there and you leave it. But second of all, like I said, I think this bitch is just crazy. You know, why would you get mad about a girlfriend from the past? Like he, he obviously he doesn't talk about her, he doesn't bring her up, he doesn't have anything about her in his life anymore. Seems like she's his yeah. life. And she's going to get weirded out about some pictures of her. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, that's just... 
Yeah, even, insecurities. Even if, did, if they did look the same, yeah, even if they did look the same, who cares? What does it matter? It's it's just insecure. You know, it'd be different if he was. Yeah, it would be different if you kept talking about her and like, yes, you know, or trying to trying to make you become that person. It's like, exactly. you know, my old girlfriend used to do this. Would you exactly? You know, That's or she like to do this. Would you do that too? Yeah. Then yeah. Then I can understand it being weird. Yeah, but it's none but of that. But the guy never meant. Yeah, but the guy never mentioned her. Never said anything about her. Never, you know, never brought her up. Mm-hmm. It was just an old girlfriend. And the fact that she's making it that way, it just seems kind of just selfish. It's just insecure, man. That's what it is. Like, why would you? It's not even that big of a deal. And again, mm. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, it's an old hard drive. I, I feel like there's a chance of that maybe happening. You know, you're going to find some old ass files that you didn't know you had anymore. You know, I'm sorry. It's just, just how it is. It has nothing to do with my life now. And, you know, yeah. it, she's his life. So, but maybe not anymore. Hopefully Tim fucking moves on with this bitch because... Yeah, you know what? Yeah, Tim. I think you should you should find some girl that looks exactly like her. Yeah. And then go out with her and then dump this one. There you go. There you go. And then maybe then hide all the pictures. Yeah, <laughs> delete. Yeah, fuck, <laughs> so you yeah. don't get caught. <laughs> yeah. Because that, like I said, this bitch is crazy. Like, I, like takes off and doesn't answer his fucking text for a while. Yeah, like, I know. Jesus. Like he didn't even do anything. It's yeah. not like she caught him uh, with that girl. Like <laughs> that. You yeah. know, that'd be different. And I bet. And I. And and I bet pretty much she probably she probably had that feeling that she was being replaced. But I think I think probably like the jealousy is kind of taking over right now. Mm-hmm. And eventually it's gonna like she'll start thinking a little bit logically when she gets a little bit of time yeah. to think about how she's acted. Yeah, and she'll probably like realize it's not that big of a fucking deal. She'll probably think about that after he dumps her ass, like because <laughs> fucking <laughs> stupid. Like if you're gonna act like that, get the fuck out of here. Nobody needs that. I don't know. I just I don't have patience for stupidity like that. Yeah. Like it doesn't yeah, make she's sense. Got, she's got like yeah, she's got a lot of uh, insecurity problems. She does, and I mean to get mad like that, like come on, like I'm sorry. It just it just seems so stupid. It seems so childish and. Again, he wasn't doing anything. He just old ass shit. Who knows? I mean, it's good. You know what? Maybe it is good, Tim. Like you recognize, and you guys found out before you married this bitch that you know she was fucking nutty. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, all this shit's coming out right now. Yeah. Because now she's showing her ass, and now you know, fuck her. Like this is not even worth it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it, man. That's just. Oh, that sounds so dumb. It's so, so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This just pissed me off. We need to move on. We need to move on. Yeah, it's just... Uh, All right, Tim. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't think you did anything wrong. I don't think so. If, I don't think so. If you want to stay with the craziness, stay. If, if not, like, go find someone else who looks completely different from her. Go fuck that. She, she needs to find right. a virgin. She needs to find a fucking virgin so that <laughs> so there's no stories. There's no other so way. Yeah, no... Nobody can bring up the past. Yeah. All right. So it's about time we wrap it up. Uh, stay tuned for the after show, The Dark Web, where we can talk about people returning from the dead. Mm-hmm. See you guys on the other side. Bye-bye. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you're listening and give us a good rating. If you want to share a story or have ideas for a future episode, you're welcome to visit us at www.wewontheinternet.podbean.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcome to the Dark Web, the WWTI Studios After Show.
All right, thanks for everyone for coming back and sticking around with um, for the dark web. We got people returning from the dead. So some of these were pretty interesting. Um, I thought it was a little bit weird, and I don't know. You got to tell me what you think, Logan. But I got this first one here in July 2011. An 80 year old South African man had reportedly died. So of course, when he mm. died, they, they contacted the Undertaker. So the Undertaker arrived and they checked for the man's pulse, heartbeat. You know, you know, just standard standard you know checkups, and they didn't find anything. Mm. So, of course, he's dead. They took him to the morgue and they placed him in the fridge for preservation, right? Well, about 21 hours later, the morgue, the the staff and the morgue could hear screaming coming from the fridge. So, when they went and checked it, you know, the guy was like freaking out because he could hear it. And they knew that that man had just died, you know, like a day before. And he had woken up and he was kicking and screaming. He was in the fucking locked in there, right? Can't get out. Oh, that'd be fucking scary. Yeah, so the 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 um the staff worker, the morgue staff worker was freaked out, like holy shit, like <laughs> like what the fuck? You know, somebody alive, you know, dead. So he called the cops, mm-hmm. you know, the the guy's name was Ayanda Makolo and he he thought it was a ghost. He thought a ghost was terrorizing him, right? You know, you got a lot of those <laughs> countries that, you know, believe in that type of thing, right? Yeah. So he called the cops and he waited outside because he thought, you know, the ghost was going to get him and he was too freaked out to go in. He thought, yeah, maybe some guys with some guns and shit would help him out. But, you know, they followed, they they went to the the fridge and they opened it up and it was the old man. He had, he was alive. He was alive and well. And they ended up just, oh, yeah. yeah, they ended up sending him to the hospital and he got discharged from there. Now, I guess. That, that happens a lot, I guess. Yeah, I don't get it, man. Like, I'm not a doctor, well, so maybe I don't know. Well, there's like certain stages of death. Like you can, you can, uh, you could be like, you can die where they just get like, maybe your heartbeat is so faint Mm -hmm. or you're not actually dead. You're just kind of, you know, barely holding on to life. Okay. Where your heart's so faint that they can't tell if you're alive or not. And then you just kind of come back. Well, I mean, because, you know, the term like saved by the bell, Mm -hmm. that's from like, you know, they used to put like bells on coffins because people would be buried a lot. That's right. And they had the little strings that you could pull to yeah to wake up the wake up somebody to come and dig you out. Yeah, well, remember we did a show on that. Alive. Remember we did a show on that. Yeah, people yeah, buried we did. alive. Yeah, and the, on yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that could see it happening. Yeah, twenty-one hours. Though. That's to me, that's a long time. But we'll get into one. Just taking a nap. It was a really yeah, really it was a good nap, time. huh? <laughs> <laughs> but but as 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 I go on, we'll we'll get to one longer. But we'll keep going. So this All next right. guy, Carlos Camejo, was 33 year old Venezuelan who was killed in a high speed collision on the Venezuelan highway. So on site, he was declared dead, taken to the morgue. Right. Mm. So they informed his wife of his death, and she was asked to come to the morgue to identify the body. Okay, standard procedures, right? Mm. But before she got there, the examiners in the morgue were just starting an autopsy on him. And they started cutting into his chin, right? They made an incision in his chin when they realized, you know, something was wrong because he was still bleeding. So, like, what oh, the fuck? Okay. Yeah, like, he shouldn't be bleeding, you know? And so, yeah. they stitched him up. And as soon as they got done stitching him up, Gamejo woke up. And they asked him, like, he said later on he woke up because that cut and the stitching they did was hurting him. And it was, the pain was yeah. too unbearable. I know. <laughs> Isn't that be kind of creepy, man? You just you're alive and they're fucking cutting you and you're just like taking a nap and you have like it's like when you have those dreams or we can't wake up and you can or like you feel things you around you going up. on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I thought that was kind of that would be kind of scary, man. <laughs> I mean, 
Oh, you hear those people who who do surgery and they put them under, but they they wake up and they're awake the whole time. Oh, oh yeah, where the, like the anesthesiologist like doesn't give them the proper amount of uh, exactly drugs. Yeah, and they wake up in the middle of the surgery. Yeah, oh, they, can, they can't move. They, they can't can move, but they feel everything. Oh. <laughs> can you yeah. imagine that? I've only had surgery on myself one time, and that that's why I was so scared of that happening. <laughs> that's that's creepy, man. That's creepy. So I got this next one here. Erica Negrelli was an English teacher from Missouri, and she was 36 weeks pregnant when she began feeling faint. She passed out at work one day. So her husband, Nathan, who was also a teacher at that same school, called 911 saying that she was having a seizure. So the co-workers began CPR, and they used a defibrillator in an attempt to restart her heart. The emergency personnel arrived, and they took Erica to the hospital, and where doctors, they stopped doing CPR in order to deliver the child by C-section. So they told the doctors told them Nathan that his wife had died and they had to deliver the baby, you know, post mortem. But mm. what's weird is, you know, so she was dead and he went in to go visit her and her heart started beating again just on its own. So they kept her in a mm-hmm. medically induced coma for five days and it, it was discovered that she mm. suffered from a heart condition known as hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, which requires her to have a pacemaker. So she basically gave birth while she was dead to a baby. But as of this day, they're both alive and well, baby and mama. So that's cool. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah. Can you? Oh, that's so weird, isn't it? Giving birth while you're dead. I mean, I don't know how to explain that, man. It'd probably be less painful. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Well, when they do C-section, you know, of course, they're all drugged up, right? They're... It's basically surgery. You're opening you up, but you're awake. So, but man, that's crazy. Ugh. So I got this next one here. I wouldn't. In 1987, 11-year-old Alvaro Garza Jr. fell through the ice into the Red River, which is the river that separates Minnesota and North Dakota. So he was playing on the frozen ice and fell through as he tried to grab the body of a dead squirrel. So the rescue attempt wasn't a particularly fast one. As he spent 45 minutes underwater, under the frozen water, mind you. So when he got pulled from the river, he was clinically dead. He had no pulse and his temperature had dropped below 77 degrees. So when he was taken to the hospital, doctors revived um, revived him by using a heart-lung bypass machine. And they warmed his body and they forced, they used the machine, you know, pumped all the water out and pumped in air. So it's believed that he survived because when he first was struggling when he when he found the water and the freezing water it allowed his body the cold water allowed his body to cool down and reduce the need for oxygen so after four days Mm. in the hospital he was able to communicate by blinking and miraculously 17 days later he was released so you know Uh. of course for a while he he was he was a little you know he was messed up you know he'd got messed up right because no oxygen in the brain and stuff like that so he was limited Mm. he had limited use of his limbs but you know, he ended up requiring braces to walk, but he eventually regained, you yeah. know, full use of all his limbs Regained and he had no abilities. lasting brain yeah. damage. I've heard of that before. Like when they, it's, and it usually happens when they, they land in, or they fall in like icy water mm-hmm. where it just kind of freezes everything so that it kind of suspends. Yeah. Your, your, body, your body, your body kind of shuts down. It kind of, oh. yeah, like it yeah. freezes it. So you don't you know you don't need the oxygen as much because you you're kind of slowed down enough. Mm-hmm. And once they warm you back up, like you just kind of come back to, to life. Yeah. But that's 
That's, that's crazy. Oh, I man. guess that's the way I'd want to. I'd want to go falling into a cold, icy river. Yeah, and just kind of freeze right there. Uh-huh. Freeze and then not worry about it. <laughs> Jeez. How about like the people that are like on Mount Everest? You know, you just, it's so cold or, you know, somewhere real cold and you end up just falling asleep and never waking up. Damn. It's like the same difference, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that'd be a better way to go. Yeah, I know. Because it doesn't seem like it'd be that painful. It doesn't seem like it'd be that painful. Yeah, like it'd be more like, oh, I'm just going to. Uh, yeah, sleep, and you're good. Oh. You're good. You're done. Yeah, <laughs> game over, man. Game, game over. over. <laughs> so, so I got this next one here. Analia Boutte was pregnant with her fifth child when she went into labor 12 weeks early. So after the birth was done, doctors told her that a child had been delivered stillborn. So her and her husband were sent home with a death certificate for the child instead of the child. So for some reason, they decided to return 12 hours later to see the baby's body. And when they got there, they were told that the body was being kept in a refrigerated drawer in the morgue. So the baby had been seen by obstetricians, gynecologists, and neonatologists. And all of them reached the conclusion that the baby was dead. So, you know, they went to the they went to go see the baby you know, in, the, in the drawer. And when they got to the drawer, they opened it, and the baby began crying. So they're like, holy oh. shit, it's not dead. After everyone, you know, all these Kill it, doctors. kill it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's a zombie. I know, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Satan, Satan's got into her. <laughs> so, I'll beat the shit out of it. Dude. I know, fuck. I know. So the girl was named Luz Miraglos, which is Miracle of Light. And I guess she's still like alive and well, but God, man, that, wouldn't that be fucking crazy? You know, wouldn't that be weird? That you is know, weird. All these are good. All so, these are just strange. Like, just the fact that you die and then people, everyone thinks you're dead. And yeah. Then, <laughs> You just, just come, to back. come back like that. It's like, uh. and and it's not like you know we've talked in the past about you know maybe we've talked about voodoo people how they use like puffer fish to slow down your heartbeat. This is like none of that. Yeah, you know you're not induced by anything. This is just fucking happens. So I got. So I wonder if any of these, any go, of these have had like like a near death experience kind of thing. Uh, you know, they see the light or, they, you know, I don't know. And again, it, well, I mean, some of them are babies, so I guess we can't ask them. But yeah. Yeah, it would, it would be yeah, interesting to know what some of the people. Yeah, yeah, it would be interesting to know what they if they experienced anything at all. Yeah. So I got so I got one more last one. So you know we usually expect people who are like in their mid nineties when they die, it's not that big of a deal. Even though it might be sad, but it's not that big of a deal, right? It's kind of expected. So this one person, when you're you know, when somebody dies in ninety five, okay, fine. But when they're dead, they die for six days. You usually expect them to stay dead, right? Six days is probably a good, good amount of time. Well, Li Shufeng mm-hmm. was 95 years old when her neighbor found her motionless and not breathing in her bed, which was two weeks after suffering a head injury. So the neighbor, Mr. Xing Wang, tried and failed to wake Li. So she was placed in a coffin and kept in a house before the funeral so friends and family could stop by and pay their respects, right? She's dead. No, you know, mm-hmm. nothing. Can't wake her. So the day before she was to be buried, Mr. Xing Wang went to the house to find the coffin empty. So he asked the neighbors to help find her. Like, what the fuck? Where is she? And they, when they looked around, they found her in the kitchen and she was cooking. So she, she told the villagers, you know. <laughs> she, what? Yeah, she, she was, was cooking. cooking. Yeah, she was cooking. <laughs> so she told them, she's like, hey, I slept for a long time. And after waking up, I felt so hungry. So I had to cook something, you know. So... <laughs> So she <laughs> made myself a sandwich. Yeah, yeah. She was cooking. She said, she, and she also said, I pushed the lid for a long time and finally climbed out. You know, so 
Um, the medic said that she suffered an artificial death, which is when a person has no breath, but their body remains warm. Now, they, they also think mm. that because keeping her coffin in the house for all those days helped keep her alive. So, uh. yeah. So now the one bad shitty thing is that because she died, I guess it was tradition there in the province to uh, burn mm. all the deceased possessions. So she has nothing. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> they burn all her shit, man. <laughs> She's fucking... Damn. I know. <laughs> they got... <laughs> Can you imagine that shit, man? Fucking... Six days dead, and then she just wakes up and yeah, I slept good. You know, you how know, long, have you ever had a good nap? How long ago was this? How long um, ago was this? This is so. This happened in 2012. So I think it was just probably like maybe the town oh, she was in. Man, this is pretty. That's pretty recent then. Yeah, it's, it is recent. It's not very old. Those are the kind of stories you would hear, like you know, like oh, this is 1920. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> man. Uh, this is like nine years ago. Yeah, it just must be like the village, you know, that she was in. They just like fucking yeah, burn it. Yeah, just like it. I can't believe they burned with all tradition. Shit, though. Yeah, I know. Can you imagine? I'm, I'm sure the neighbors helped out, but that still kind of sucks, doesn't it? Fucking <laughs> burned all her stuff. That would suck. <laughs> but I mean, she was gone for six days. Yeah, I mean, shit. Yeah, I I get it. It's not like it's not like they just jumped a gun. Six days is a long time. Yeah, I was like, be dead. like, the, like an hour later, like I'll burn her. I shit. know. <laughs> an hour later, there was all taking her stuff. An hour later, her husband's already fucking her sister. You know, it was nothing like that. What are you man. doing in the kitchen? All freaking I know. I know. Down to the, I know. What are you doing alive? All God naked it. after he after he finished screwing his sister. I know. His sister, uh, or his wife's sister. I know. That's the, no, but six Came days. Some orange juice. I know. Six days is a good amount of time. Like I get that. So yeah, it's, it's interesting, man. Like I said, these are not these these are how they come back. And I would like you're right. I would wanted to know if they saw any type of afterlife or not. But they never said anything, so fuck it. Well, maybe they didn't. I guess we'll never know. Yep. All right. Well, that's enough for the internet for tonight. Thank you all for joining us for another night at the bunker. If the world doesn't end by then, we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone.